0: I can't remember exactly when I first got to know RAF Wing Commander A. Jones. Now, now hang on a minute. This is a true story. It would be wrong to exaggerate my own significance. After all, this is a story about a hero who underplayed his achievements. So, well, I must follow suit. More modesty, or as my old dad used to joke, I could kill people who exaggerate. So, To be more precise, I remember the exact time I saw the Wing Commander. He was a guest of honour on a live TV talk show, um, heralded as the last of the few, uh, you know, the RAF Battle of Britain fighter pilots who took on the Luftwaffe in the Second World War. The Wing Commander was not only the last surviving pilot from that era, but the most decorated he even wore his Distinguished Flying Cross for the TV interview. Wing Commander, please tell the studio audience what was your most scary experience. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh <clears throat> well, to be honest, it was my own fault. Survival in air combat is dependent on spotting the enemy before he spots you. Well, <laughs> Must have left my guard down, or maybe they came in low. Well, you yeah, the sunset blinded me, well, who knows? <laughs> but well, anyway, I, I was on my way home in my Spitfire, having given cover to our Lancaster bombers. Oh, in sight of Dover, I remember, when I saw these three fuckers on my tail. <laughs> well, my fault. Must have been tired. You, uh, you uh, I knew it was curtains for me if I didn't shake them off. Uh, dicey do, that one, dicey do. Climbing, well, that was out of the question. Uh, I'd have been strafed with their machine guns. <coughs> so, uh, thrust forward the joystick and uh, went into a steep dive directly towards the White Cliffs. Uh, Level out, almost in touching distance of the waves. Uh, Use the plane's exhaust driven turbocharger to begin a near vertical climb. 2,600 feet per minute. Uh, hmm. It, uh, he, well, these three fuckers were still on my tail. Rolled the plane at 20,000 feet. If these three fuckers wanted a dogfight, then I'd give them one. Go down with guns blazing. So, when what... Commander, I must ask you to stop this exciting story there just for a moment. It's important that our audience and TV viewers understand what a Fokker is. It's spelled F O K K. Er was the name of a German aircraft manufacturer. Uh, hum, well, yes, yeah, 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 yes, you're right. But but these three fuckers, huh, they were flying Messerschmitts. Oh dear! As you can imagine, the whole studio audience collapsed into helpless laughter, and the interviewer had to call for an advert break. Even he had tears running down his face. Uh, And as for me, I was giggling helplessly, as I'm sure all those watching on TV were as well. The only person who never laughed was the wing commander himself, so straight-laced, not even a hint of a smile. Beautiful comedy. And from that moment on, I knew I had to meet this old war hero. And... As it happened, I didn't have long to wait. "'I'd been invited as a guest to a banquet "'at the Royal Air Force Club in Piccadilly, London, "'when I was introduced to him. Um, w- w- "'Wonderful interview, sir,' I said in my most subservient voice. "'What was, w- w- son?' Oh, um, w- w- "'On the talk show. Uh, "'Loved your story about the dogfight uh, with the Messerschmitts. Ah, bunkum, oh, bunkum. "'Probably made it all up. "'Memory knackered!' Nowadays, the nearest old codger like me gets to excitement. It's a wine gum in a bucket of water. What? I don't know why, as we had little in common, but I was privileged that we struck up a friendship which grew as time went by. I loved his stories. And maybe I was hoping Jones's fame would rub off on me. Oh, um, yes, now, let me explain. I'm not being rude calling him just Jones. Uh, okay, I never actually knew what the A stood for, uh, but in his era, old-school formality meant you call each other by surname. Actually, um, come to think of it, I think he liked uh, the anonymity of having just a nondescript surname. Hmm. No, it didn't work. As time and time again, strangers came up in the street just to shake his hand. Oh, but, but I digress. Uh, Wing Commander had one fault. A low boredom threshold he he just had to be active, even though it is at his age, most of us had earned the right to slow down. The problem was his immense age no one considered him employable or indeed capable of contributing anything <laughs> I'm uh, surplus to requirements, son, put me out to pasture. Uh, Oh, people think I'm good at now, he's pushing up the dates. what? <laughs> yep, but he wasn't defeated, no. What my friend set out to do was market the only skill an 89-year-old had left to sell. The ability to do nothing. Now, now nothing, that, that sounds weird, I know, but he wanted to prove that a person who does nothing could still have value in a place in the world. But could, oh well, doing nothing be a surface people would want it to buy? The answer was a resounding yes, as history has proved. Following the first law of selling a new product, Jones first established who would buy. In his case, that was going to be the lonely and socially anxious. <coughs> Age is on my side, son. Equals wisdom. Oh, no, no idea why, but it does. Also, old fogies like me are regarded as safe. Women have nothing to fear. Well, fool them. Like lies, we have an aura of dependability. Too knackered to be judgmental as well. Basic human psychology, all that. What? Hmm. And Jones was proved right. Amy's older, respectable people—they uh, got the money, son. He placed adverts in magazines like the Oldie and the Lady, and for the younger audience, I targeted social media. <laughs> well, hmm. never heard of it, son, but cracking if it works, and it did. Here are just a few examples of how he was appointed to do nothing for a staggering £75 an hour. Uh, let me think. Uh, there was the amateur novelist who had writer's block. Couldn't concentrate, so he wanted Jones just to sit in the room in front of him, sort of to shame him, get him to focus. Uh, same with students. They found it easier to work or study if a stranger was in the room. That stranger who said nothing, and thus no distraction. Uh, he, uh, oh, he accompanied many an elderly widow to a restaurant, uh, one which was usually associated with some happy memories, but would be now intimidating for a woman on her own to visit. Uh, another lady lacked the determination to file divorce papers, so he wanted a com- so she wanted a companion. Uh, yes, well, uh, that was an interesting one. I felt I was accompanying her from one stage of her life to the next. Then there was the drug overdoser recovering in hospital. He felt overwhelming shame about his suicide attempt and just wanted someone unjudgmental at his bedside. Um, Other clients ranged from the trivial. uh, A housewife who wanted to be intimidated into cleaning her home. To a sad story. Uh, The sole mourner at a funeral. Funded by the executor. He also accompanied an elderly widow to give her moral support through the trauma of identifying a body. The bored, the lonely, the sad, and those in hospices were all bread and butter for Jones' rent a person business. And if you think it was just a novelty gimmick, think again. It was, to use his phrase, Tickety-boo! And soon he had associates in all Britain's major cities. All were doing a roaring trade, helped along by waves of controversy. <laughs> all publicity is good publicity, son. All good publicity! boasted the wing commander on reading a report that he was an altruistic conman, a backdoor gigolo, a new age beggar. <laughs> Great, great, 90 plus and to be described as a babe magnet. Ah, What a compliment. And try as they might, critics could not damage his image. His self-deprecating old-school charm made him so likeable. He succeeded in filling a gap in the market when people didn't want a priest, a partner, a social worker, a counsellor, a therapist, a neighbour or the alike. He was there. Just as a human being. Also, he was above reproach as he never allowed talking or touching. His team was told to leave immediately if they were thus compromised. But most important of all, he publicly gave away everything he earned. <laughs> At my age, what do I need money for, son? Shrouds don't have pockets. Hmm. Well, maybe I should look at that. Could be my next business, eh? What? And so the public loved him. He earned his nickname as being a national treasure. As a result, Wing Commander Jones became so busy that, sadly, we saw less and less of each other. That I regretted. Then one day he invited me to his club, as he wanted me to know something. Uh, Well, uh, in case well it all went pear-shaped, what? Intrigued, this is what he told me, after an obligatory pink gin. Well, you see, I I, (coughs) got a call from the boffins at the Ministry of Defence, secretive bunch. Wouldn't tell me much but offered me two-week contract at my old RAF base on the south coast. Well, <laughs> well of course, couldn't resist that. Bring back memories. Well, and also they offered me a mind-blowing amount of money. Well, knew I, knew, I knew a kid living on the streets who would benefit. Hmm. Only catch was I had to sign the Official Secrets Act. Um. Um, are, are you uh, are you sure you should be telling me this, Jones? Uh, <laughs> who cares, son? What are they going to do to me? Lock me up? <laughs> 91 years old, nearly a war hero for the rest of my life. What are they going to do with me? Don't be daft. <laughs> what? Well, I suppose so, but you need to be a little careful what you say. <laughs> well, anyway... They wanted to use my skills. Ha! Mark that, son. My skills. <laughs> what a laugh. Uh, well, they claimed it was they needed me to train an agent in mind reading. Well, a load of cobblers, of course. Sounded more like brainwashing. But, well, I went along with it. Well, just for a laugh. Locked me in a sealed room facing this humorous bloke who looked like me. Except he was well somewhat bland, even more monosyllabic than me uh, he even smiled less than me. Uh, I find that rather hard to believe, Jones. No well okay no seriously this geezer just stared blankly at me and my job was to stare blankly at him. oh yes and there was what what, what they call it uh, called a, oh yeah uh, let me see if I can remember a neurological cable. Between our heads, which they said well, it, it monitored brain waves. Um, this sounds uh, very worrying, Jones. Uh... No, 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 no. Been around too long to be spooked by mind games. Just because I could prove I could make money by sitting still doing nothing didn't mean I was simple. But they wore white coats to talk in whispers. I just played along. Anyway, all I had to do was keep my mind blank, not hard to do that, and stare at my double ganger. They told me he was uh, learning to read my mind. <laughs> It'd be a miracle worker if he can do that. Even I don't know what I'm thinking these days. Jones, Jones, look, 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 Jones, Jones. I don't like the sound of any of this. Well, yeah, well, neither did I. Do you know what I thought? These guys wanted one of me, and I wasn't going to be on that short list. Well, hang on, what do you mean? I just don't understand you. Uh, what are you trying to say? Well, what I think I'm trying to say is that this moron who sat speechly in front of me, he well, he wasn't real. My guess is that he was some sort of, uh, uh, what do you kids call them? Uh, robot? No, android. Uh, uh, a cybernetic organism, uh, like uh, in the Terminator. Uh, well, if you say so, I've no idea what that means. But the point is, I felt he, or, or it, were, were sort of, well, trying to become me. You're scaring me, Jones. Are you sure this is not just one of your wind-ups? No! No, 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 no. Uh, Wind-up? Oh, hang on. bit dated that phrase, son. Uh, shouldn't that be more uh, sort of a, uh, help me think, uh, digital disconnection? <laughs> uh, you've got to stay up to date, you know, son. Look, anyway, anyway, that's all in the past now. Job came to a sudden end last week. I uh, guess uh, guess the Terminator got terminated, you could say. Still, anyway, got paid in full. So, always oh, is tickety-boo again. Hang, 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 hang on, Jones. Hang on, let me just think, let me just think. I must think. Uh, I'm sure I can remember something. Yes, yep, yeah, that's it. I read somewhere that about a mass shooting at an RAF base. Uh, Rumour has it a soldier went berserk and there was a firefight. Sounded messy. Um, uh, would there have been the base where you were located by any chance? Uh, well, uh, might have been, might not have been, Well, uh, of it. What are you really getting at, Wing Commander? Tell me what you really think. Uh, well, all I'm saying is that I had trouble thinking nice thoughts, uh, as requested when facing well this thing. Well, just, uh, just possible uh, I might have concentrated a little too much on my wartime experiences. Uh, You know, sort of the need to kill or be killed. Uh, Well, uh, and also, well, uh, you know, um, the need to, uh, well, ignore orders and kill anyone who tried to control you. Um, Jones, uh, never knew that last bit was part of your training. Uh, Ah, well, uh, Okay, uh, I may have ad-libbed a bit But think my double-ganger took the bait? Well, (laughs) bit of fun, really. Wait a moment. Are you telling me... I'm not telling you anything, son. All covered by the secrecy act. Don't you know? Hmm. Let us just say that uh, those fuckers won't be calling on me again.